0: friends welcome to a solo episode of everybody speaks music it's just me today mojo's got the day off and he's earned it and mojo my friend if you're listening i can't thank you enough for all the hard work and all of the passion and all of the energy you've put into helping our music school over the last month listeners we will fill you in on what's happened in a future episode i'll save that for another day but let's move on Today was a very special day in my life and I'm going to tell you a little bit about that story. But you're probably wondering about the title of the episode. Why is the guitar so frustrating and how to unlock it? And I promise I'm going to cover that topic very shortly, but I want to share a story about a visit I had today to Brantford Elementary School in Burnaby. I was invited by Jeremy McKay, one of our teachers at Empower Through Music who also happens to teach in the Burnaby School District, to come in and inspire his class of kids that are taking a summer school course on GarageBand. Now, for those of you that don't know, GarageBand is an app that's built into iPhones and iPads that allows you to control virtually any instrument. It really reduces the friction and the challenge of learning music. And for the last couple of months, Jeremy and I have been putting together A chorus that we thought the kids would really enjoy, that would get them inspired, and boy has this ever gone well. And I show up at the school, and the first thing is these kids are so excited about music. So shout out to Jeremy. He's an incredible teacher. He also happens to be a yo-yo champion. You know, he's the ideal mentor you want in a classroom. He does so many unique things. just a brilliant mind. I'd love to get Jeremy on the show to get some of his insights into what he's learned over the last few years as a musician as a teacher as a mentor he's got a lot to offer so anyways i walk into the classroom i sit down and i tell the kids how i believe music is our first language and that everybody speaks it and they light right up smiles right across the room nodding in agreement and I knew something was up from the moment I started talking, like, this is a special group of kids. Right? Grade two, grade three. I think they're between the ages of seven and nine. They're all sitting there on the floor, just eagerly looking up, waiting for some form of a performance or some insight that's going to help them find musical inspiration or whatever they were looking for. Anyways, it was just such an inspiring moment. I told them about all of the struggles I'd had as a youth and why music should be fun, therapeutic that you should do it because you love it because it brings joy into your life and then I also warned them about when things can go sideways and I told them examples in my own life my own past about how well-meaning individuals put blockades in front of me and made it seem hard and made it seem like it's not a lot of fun and that that was my main mission for the day was to inspire this group of kids to keep going to keep searching for their own musical voice I showed them some of our gesture instruments, including GarageBand, the Orba, which they loved, and we made music on the spot. And then I got to the guitar. And that brings me to the point of today's episode. Why is the guitar so damn frustrating for so many people? I mean, listeners, if you've played another instrument before you came to the guitar, you, you can totally understand what I'm saying here. It's just a rattle... It's a squeaky, squawky, frustrating to press, hard on the hands instrument. Now, those of you that have been playing for years are shaking your head saying, well, you just gotta work harder. But not everyone is gonna survive the first 500 hours it takes to get clean, clear chords and good strum patterns. So for the rest of you, I hope this episode unlocks the guitar or even for the experienced listeners, maybe this is something you haven't tried before. So I told the kids in the class that a conventional guitar tuning doesn't sound very good. Listen to my guitar right now. It's in standard tuning. That is not an inviting sound. And keep in mind that for the first 30 minutes of this class today, we were playing on the Orba and Garage Band where all of the sounds were immediately inviting and encouraging and inspirational. And then we hear this. So I told them that the names of the open strings are Eddie... Eight. Dynamite. Goodbye. Eddie. To which point a kid in the back yells, my name's Eddie. Oh, great laughter. I said, well, there's another one. Elephants and donkeys grow big ears. More laughter. And then the last one, my favorite. I said, you won't get this, but my generation loves this one. Elvis always danced good before eating. Well, they actually laughed at that one. So I've got my dad cred secured. And I said, you know, this just doesn't sound like a nice chord. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna open the guitar up. We're gonna turn it into dad fad, D-A-D-F-A-D. Now, keep in mind that F is actually gonna be F sharp, but I didn't wanna lose these kids on the theoretical difference between what an F and an F sharp is. So here we go. The bass string, which is normally an E, drops from E down to D. Okay, if you have an electronic tuner, it'll help, it'll say the letter D. You leave the next string alone, it's A. You leave the next string alone, it's a D. There's dad. D A D. Okay, the next string is a G, we're gonna drop it to F sharp. Did you feel that? How things got happy and resolved? next one is the B string dropping to an A. And finally my thin or baby E down to D. Even hearing a guitar string drop like that is such an experience for the ear. It sounds like a human voice. So now we have D, A, D, F sharp, A, D. Pardon my falsetto. Here we have an open chord. And immediately the guitar sounds resonant. It sounds open. It sounds creative. It sounds like music. Even if I just strum the open strings without any melody. Now, there's a lot of these types of tunings I One of the kids said, well, how many of these do you know? And I said, well, don't worry about me. Let's talk about Joni Mitchell. I spent about five minutes glorifying the great Joni Mitchell, who deserved every bit of praise I was heaping on her. I said, you know, kids, Joni Mitchell cataloged over 250 of these open type tunings. I couldn't help but mention that she eventually had a guitar that had robot tuners. I was stretching the truth a bit. I said, she would just touch a button and the tuners would tune into these tunings. And they're just like, what? I'm like, yes, go look up Joni Mitchell. She's pretty badass. Anyways, now that we're in open D, I explained why a scale could be considered a raga. Now, to be honest, I know there's a stretch here. If you're not familiar with the term raga, it's an Indian term that decides between the different scales or melodies or emotional qualities of the melodic music in traditional Indian. So the most common Raga or the most common scale would sound like this. And most of you will recognize that as the familiar Do, Re, Mi scale, or the major scale. That's how we refer to it in the West. But I just like calling these things Raga's because they sound more interesting. Keep in mind, half the class, has family, or is from India. So they were just nodding in approval, huge smiles. And I said, now that we've got a scale, and I'll teach you this scale, listeners. It's very simple. You can play it on any string. Keep in mind my baby or thin E string is currently tuned down to a D. The letters really don't matter right now. It's more about the finger position. You play that baby string open. Then the second fret. The fourth fret. The fifth fret the seventh, the ninth, the eleventh, and finally the twelfth. Now the distance between the zero and the two is referred to as a whole step or a full tone. So zero is our starting point, and then we go up a whole step or a full tone to the second fret. Then we go up another whole step or another full tone to the fourth fret, and then we go up a semitone or a half step to the fifth fret. And I like that terminology of whole step, whole step, half step, whole step, whole step, whole step, half step. And the way that I teach that to my students is just remember it's two and then a half and then three and then a half. So our open string, the open D is just our starting point. Okay. From there, we're going to go up two whole steps, which would give us frets two and fret four. And then we're gonna do our first half step. That gives us fret five. Then we go up three whole steps, which are fret seven, nine, and 11. And finally we finish with a half step that puts us on 12. Now listen to these melodic notes from the scale or the raga with all of those other strings ringing open. just feels so good to do that and to listen to that. And you can do that with any finger you want on your fretting hand. I don't care what technique you use here. It's all about letting the guitar vibrate. You've unlocked it. And now it sounds like something. And, you know, for those of you that are years into this or have goals to play note for note renditions of songs, this isn't really going to help you get there uh, directly. But trust me, This is going to make the guitar more fun. Now, the only downfall is if you get stuck on the tuning. In other words, if you can't get into this tuning because you're confused by what I said earlier or your tuner doesn't work, you know, that's part of learning this type of manipulation of the guitar. And there's a ton of YouTube videos on how to get into open D tuning, which is what this is called. And if you really get stuck, please send an email. You know how to reach us and we'll help but back to the idea of how we apply this thing now think of these notes in the raga simply by labeling them labeling them sorry 1 through 8 so forget about the whole step whole step half step you've already learned that if you don't understand what i'm saying pause rewind and listen again until it makes sense now we're just going to label the notes in the order that they appear the first note is note 1 the second note is note 2 and so on 3 4 five, six, seven, eight. Now, Jeremy had four eight-sided dice, or die, as you would call them. And he said, I've got a great idea. How about I roll the dice, and whatever the numbers are from left to right, you play those notes. And I believe the numbers were four, seven, five, five. So if I play the fourth fret, the seventh fret, and the fifth fret twice, That's already a beautiful melody it doesn't need anything else i'll do it again fourth fret fifth fret sorry seventh fret fifth fret twice now let's add all of those open drone strings in the background here are all the opens with the fourth fret on the baby string all of the opens with the seventh fret on the baby string and all of those opens with the fifth fret I'd encourage you to do is just explore the notes of the raga or the scale and try to just trust. It's so important you just do this without any expectation. The point isn't to have something that you can show off at the end. The point is just doing it. In some sense it's just a meditation. You're just exploring. You're just looking for things that feel good and when you're done you put your guitar down and you don't worry about it. And the next time you pick it up you do it again. And you just observe, am I feeling good when I'm doing this or am I feeling bad? Am I feeling like an imposter or am I feeling like I'm discovering something about myself? If there's judgment and critique coming in, where is that coming from? Why would you be so hard on yourself? Why would you think you suck? Why would you think that this is not valid music or that it's not worthy of playing? I looked at those kids in that class today and I said, if any of you in this room believe that you're not musical, who told you that? Who told you you couldn't play music? Who told you you didn't have rhythm? They're seven years old. They were nodding. It's already happened. I said, maybe it was a cranky parent, a cranky sibling, a cranky teacher. Somebody was having a bad day when you were banging on that drum, or you were singing your favorite song, or you were playing that guitar really loud and they told you to stop, and they told you, you are not musical. I said, don't let anyone ever get in the way of your art form, of your music, of your language that you inherently trust and know inside your body. So listeners, I hope that this helps you get a sense of how to go about unlocking your guitar. And for the final few minutes, I'm going to talk to you about a couple of other ragas, just to give you some variation. Listen to the sound of this scale. did you hear it? Did you hear that one note that seemed a little different? Listen again. There it is. Now, if you're counting along the first note, second note, third note, fourth note, fifth note, sixth note, seventh note is a bit different, isn't it? Okay. Now that has a name, that raga or that scale in Western music. We call it mixolydian. Who cares? It's just a sound. I'll tell you how to play it. Fret 0, 2, 4, 5, 7, 9, 10, and then 12. Or you could call it root, whole step, whole step, half step whole step, whole step, half step, whole step. And spoiler alert, if you remember the original pattern I taught you, whole, whole, half, whole, 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 half, that will lead you into seven independent ragas or scales that you can explore. But we don't have time to get into that today and I really don't want to get too advanced on this. But trust me, you're going to want to remember that original pattern. Now with this new Raga, or this new scale, I have a completely different emotional quality or texture to my music. Isn't that nice? And I'll give you one more. Consider this bonus level two. Listen now to the new Raga or the new scale. This will be the third one I've taught you today. Zero, second fret. Fourth fret. Sixth fret. There it is. Seventh fret. Ninth fret. Eleventh fret. And twelfth fret. This is called Lydian. It's a favorite scale of jazz players and one of my personal favorites. It feels... Like when you hear this scale, you feel like you're flying or that there's this blue sky, this melancholy that's accompanied by warmth. It's a really interesting emotion to listen to this scale. You might even think that note sounds wrong. And you know what? If you think it sounds wrong, you're right. But at some point, if you keep playing it, it'll start to sound good and then it'll sound right. And guess what? You're right. cool hey so let's review all three scales we've got the major scale the happy one the first one i showed you which sounds like this then we have our mixolydian which sounds like this and then our lydian which sounds like this Some of you are wondering, can I combine these different combinations and try one note from Lydian and the one note from Mixolydian? Yes, you can. Listen to this one. Now, I've been playing the melody exclusively on the treble string for this demonstration, but you could play all of those scales on the fourth string. The fourth string is actually your third thickest string. I know this sounds confusing, but keep in mind on a guitar, we count the strings from the baby thin string being number one. The string that's furthest away from you is actually string one. Pretty backwards, right? So the thin string is one, the next thin string is two, then three, then four. If you remember earlier, when we tuned into dad fad, this string is also a D, which means all of those scales work on the D string. There's my major scale. Here's my mixolydian. And here's my lydian. And you also have a bass string that's a D. And you could play these melodies on the bass string. So that would sound like this. So I'm gonna finish with an improvisation, how I'm feeling about today, and I'm gonna let you know that when I was talking to those kids, I said, look, when I play music in front of an audience, you might notice that I shut my eyes. And what I'm doing is I'm going to a very fun place in my mind, usually a river, because rivers are the most inspiring place for me personally. For some of you, it might be a room that you like in your house, might be your backyard, might be a childhood memory, could be a car ride, Think about something that makes you happy when you play. And today, playing for you and improvising, I'm going to be picturing those kids and the giant smiles on their faces. One of my favorite parts of the day was question and answer period, where every kid in that room asked me if I'd ever heard music from a different country. And I said, are you from that country? And they said, yes. I said, the music from that country and from that culture is so amazing. It was such a remarkable experience to get to talk about music from all over the world with kids that get it. Anyways, I hope you enjoy this improvisation. I'm going to be smiling all the way through. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, everybody speaks music.